Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. and gentlemen i am your host blake Rafino. this is are you serious sports we hope that you guys are making it a good one we know that we are as well huge show in store for you tonight as we are starting to get some names on lsu staff who brian kelly may be targeting nothing official just some names that are starting to come out jeff levy the oc from Ole miss is now going to oklahoma so you can scratch his name off the board we will add to that list tonight as we've done a lot of a lot of research a lot of digging um, and a lot of talking to people around the country, uh, getting sourcing and finding out how Brian Kelly may shake out this coaching staff. So it's got we're gonna we got a lot to get into there. Ah ha No sound. You had no sound. You got sound now. Huh, now I'm gonna have to repeat myself. <laughs> No sound, but we got it now. How about that? Best intro of all time. And you didn't hear it. (laughs) Anyway, huge show in store for you tonight. Huge, huge show in store for you tonight. We're going to be giving you some staff names. I'm just laughing, man. I'm just laughing. Got some staff names, been doing a lot of research, been doing a lot of digging and making a lot of phone calls, getting a lot of phone calls from people around the country uh, about what Brian Kelly is going to do for his uh, coaching staff and his hires. We will tell you some names. Some names are off the board that we'd already discussed. Jeff Levy from Ole Miss going to Oklahoma, but there are some names that are now on the board that we're hearing. Uh, Some confirmation that I did get today on one person that uh, Brian Kelly has at least reached out to that doesn't mean that he is going to be on staff. That just means that he's doing his due diligence and he's going to make the right hire, not a hire that he feels as if he's got to make right now because of a recruiting class. Speaking of recruiting, we will be talking to uh, about recruiting today. Is Brian Kelly about to lock the state down in his first year? We will touch on that. Will there be some guys that trickle out of the state? Sure. Absolutely, like always, there's always one or two guys that LSU wants that trickles out of the state. However, we will talk about that as Brian Kelly, from what I am gathering, is setting up uh, to lock this state down. Guys, with someone with 34 years of experience, I think it's absolutely asinine that some Rudy Poos are out here saying that Brian Kelly doesn't know how to recruit. Get out of here with that nonsense. Now that you got the audio back. <laughs> now that you got the audio back. Um, and then we will get into LSU needing a bowl game. I'll go in a little bit on that. College football recap and Rudy Poo of the week. We have not done a Rudy Poo of the week uh, in a while. 
We have not done that uh, in a while. So sorry about the audio to start off, but you got we we are here now. Ah ha ha! Part two, as Justin Turner says, that is true. That is too true. I saw Mark Lake had a comment um, about is Jeff Lebby officially off the board? I, talking to some people around Oklahoma, it, it more than likely seems um, that he's off the board. Completely seems that he's off the board, but we'll give it to you. We'll come out right off the gate, talk some recruiting, uh, and we will talk some uh, LSU staff hires and some names that we're gathering. All right, but before we do that, <laughs> before we do that, I gotta, I gotta just say that man, it was, it, I was prepping all day, and I kept saying to myself, "Don't turn the mic off, don't turn the mic off." But then my son Ben came in here screaming, and then I had to turn the mic off, and then you know. You never turn it back on. So, you know, parent life, hashtag dad life. All right. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. If you're on Facebook, hit that like button, hit the share. There's a lot of you in there right now, around 400 or so. I hope and pray and thank and wish upon a shooting star that all the 400 of you do us a favor by hitting that like button and and the share. Share to your uh, social media pages. Share to some Facebook groups. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, our YouTube channel is really taking off, guys. I really appreciate that. Everybody go to our YouTube channel, AYS Sports. Hit that subscribe button and notification bell. Ding! And we really, really appreciate that. If you're listening to us on Periscope Twitter or on the audio podcast side, don't forget to subscribe there or hit that follow and hit the retweet. We would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Uh, let's get to a couple comments before we pay some bills. Job Allen says, the Rudy Poo of the week is the University of Miami. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Complete horseshit, if you ask me. Richie Evans says, hell yeah, let's lock up the boot. We're going to get into that. Trust me, we're going to get into that. Uh, And Ryan Gidry says, finally the men's and women's basketball get some love. uh, And they are finally ranked in the top 25. How about that? How about that, y'all? Will Wade said S-T-T-D-B to Dickie V. Tell me you hate LSU without telling me you hate uh, LSU. All right, let's do this. Let's pay some bills around this thing, and then we'll get started. None better than our good friends over at GM Varndo and Sons and BetOnline.ag. Guys, with 64 years of experience, nobody's better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard in Denham Springs, Louisiana. You can speak from my own personal experience. My wife just got four brand new tires, best rates in town and in the local area, area bar none. That's GM Varno and Sons. And our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, I've been telling you about BetOnline for such a long time now. Now that gambling in the state of Louisiana is legal and you can do it, there's no better place to place all those bets than betonline.ag. Use the 50% welcome bonus by using the Believe AYS podcast tab, Believe 50. That way they know your good friend, Blake Rafino. At AYS, since you on by. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. All right, let's get this thing rolling, y'all. Let's get this thing rolling, y'all. By the way, if you do want to sponsor, if you own a business, you run a business, uh, and you do want to sponsor the show, we are, you know, we've been planning for a lot of things for a lot of times. We were going to do some things before the hurricane uh, and some things set us back. But if you own a business, we're looking to take this to the next uh, the next notch, doing a website, things like that. So if you own a business, you want to sponsor, hit us up. Hit me in my, hit me up in the DMs, uh, and we'll give you a call. Or you could just text the number right there, 225-435-9387, uh, and we'll set something up. We will 100% set something up. Would love to have your business a part of AYS. Um, all right. Uh, Daniel says, Brady for passing game coordinator, wide receivers coach. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase Orgeron, whose cousin was in Ponchatoula this past Friday, he says, what's up, Blake? Guess I can be more vocal about things now without any bias. I like the hire. Let's go. (laughs) 
Yeah, my boy Chase had to be a little bit cautious, eh? We love you, Chase. We love you. Brad Hamilton says Nick Saban was in Shreveport making moves for Kendrick Law that he was. And Craig Schilling says Memphis Spence for D.C., Blake Rafino for O.C., and Carter Bryant for passing game coordinator. Um, there was some film today, and, I, and don't ask me where, don't ask me how, I'm not sending it to you, but there were some AYS followers that leaked some Blake Rafino Southeastern uh, footage today. <laughs> O-line, baby! I'm not giving it to you. All right. So let's get to some of these staff hires. We'll get to Rudy Poos of the week at the very end, but let's get to some of these staff hires and potentials staff hires. Um, one name that I've been hearing a lot about uh, today, and someone that has a lot of connections to Brian Kelly around the board, is the offensive coordinator at Cincinnati, Mike Denbrock. Now, Denbrock has been around with Brian Kelly at multiple stops. He's been at Grand Valley State. He's been at Notre Dame and multiple different positions at Notre Dame. Took the offensive coordinator job, a quarterback's coach uh, at Cincinnati, and has been doing a very, very good job. Older coach, a lot of experience, but go look at and watch Cincinnati's offense and how dynamic that they've been this season and really over the last two seasons since Denbrock's been there. Let me say this before because I know a lot of people trickle in and they only hear one thing. Blake, and it happened today. It happened today because everybody, for whatever reason, people were saying that I was reporting last night that Joe Brady was coming back to LSU staff. Number one, guys, I never said that. I never once said Joe Brady was coming back on staff. It was actually the opposite. I thought that Brian Kelly wouldn't make that move. I think, and some things that I hear, uh, is that Joe Brady's being a little desperate, saying that he would reel in Caleb Williams, the quarterback at Oklahoma, but that's neither here nor there. But Denbrock has been a guy that's had a lot of connections with Brian Kelly. Now, everybody got on to Orsron about hiring guys that he has connections with, but that's really the coaching staff. Knowing guys like uh, uh, Cody Kennedy, who's an O-line coach at uh, Arkansas, has known Sam Pittman for a lot for a lot of years. Guys go out there and hire individuals that number one they trust, number two that they'll do the job well, and number three that can help them win football games. And I think that Denbrock is a guy that a lot of people have talked about being a really good offensive coordinator. Now, hasn't really been in the South, hasn't really uh, recruited in the Southeast well. But, guys, it's, a, it's really different. You see this LSU on my chest. It's really different when you walk in a building and you walk into someone's home and you say, hey, you know, it's like a different vibe when, recruit, when, when, you're, when those guys go recruiting. Like, hey, shit, Denbrock's here from LSU. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Talk with a coach today when Manny Diaz actually had a job and he was out recruiting for Miami just last week. People get perked up. Hey, shit, Manny Diaz is here. I wonder if he's going to have a job. But, shit, Manny Diaz is still here. Talk with a local coach today about it. But those are that's just one name um, that I'm hearing. There are a couple of names from for, for assistant coaches that are kind of starting to leak out there. You know, the Polian thing, I know that he looked like he was accepting a job. The O-line coach at Notre Dame. There are some other ones that are getting some ties, guys that haven't made official statements if they're staying at Notre Dame. Getting a little bit of conflicting stories from LSU and Notre Dame if those guys are going to uh, transition. But, guys, as, as it goes on, as it continues to go on, one of those guys is going to come on. One of those guys is going to come to LSU. T- tell me I'm crazy, and I might be. I might be crazy, but why haven't they come out with everybody else saying that they're staying on staff? So, very interesting. Very, very, very interesting that those guys at Notre Dame uh, have not said um, that they're staying or that they're going. They haven't really said anything. And I, Let me pull up my notes here. That way we all, we're all on the same page. Um, shoot. My freaking notes. See? Mike was muted. Notes are out. Uh, Jeff Quinn, the offensive line coach, or do you stay with Brad Davis? I don't know that specifically, but he hasn't said anything. He hasn't said anything, so we'll we'll see there. Defensively, something that I, I heard today, and I kind of put it out on Twitter, and one thing that I want people to know here is that, again, all this is something that is going to change, but just something that we know um, that, 
look, you can call somebody and make phone calls and find out who Brian Kelly is reaching out to. And I feel pretty confident in the sourcing that we have. Um, is just look, and I because I, I the problem is everybody says that I say something I don't, and, but I want to tell you what I know and I want to tell you what's going on. But the problem with that is, is every time that I do that is oh Blake Rafino's saying this, Blake Rafino's saying that. Guys, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but just want to let you know, Jim Knowles, the defensive coordinator at Oklahoma State, is another guy that I've been told and feel confident in reporting that has been reached out to by LSU. Don't know if he's going to be the D.C., don't know if he's going to be on staff, have no clue. But Jeff Knowles and the Oklahoma State defense has been really good uh, this season. Now, I was pulling up the stats for Jeff Knowles and their defense this year. Uh, they were third in total defense, second and third down defense, 95th, though, in red zone defense, which is abysmal. You can't have that. Uh, but they were number one in sacks. And that's not with guys that are really good on the back end. That's not with guys who were able to rush the passer like guy that LSU can get and LSU has that can get after the passer. What can someone like Jim Knowles do when you have these players like Quincy Wiggins if he commits? Savion Jones, Mason Smith, et cetera, et cetera. Jaqueline Roy, Tank Guillory. What do you do when you get those caliber of players with a guy who's shown that he could scheme things up and he can get things done? I know a lot of people have started to rally around Durante Jones. Wouldn't be mad if Durante Jones stays. Like, would not be mad at all or the entire defensive staff, but we'll see. We'll see. And look, it does not, again, it does not mean that these guys are going to accept a job, have been offered the job, or anything like that. But I just feel very confident in the reporting of that Jeff Knowles has at least been reached out to. Uh, Jason Morgan sends us $19.99 via Super Chat. Thank you, my friend. He says, these fans saying on their boards, Brady wouldn't have to recruit if he came to, uh, came here are ridiculous. It's known Brady doesn't like recruiting and that it's a must if you're an OC. Yeah, and look, he was very um he was very vocal with that though, right? Like he was very vocal with not liking recruiting. Uh doesn't mean that he wasn't good at it. Doesn't mean that guys didn't connect with him and that he couldn't connect with kids uh, uh you know, because of the generation that Joe Brady was brought up in. But you can't make statements like that. You know what statements also you can't make and you can't say, oh, I can bring a guy like Caleb Williams, the quarterback at Oklahoma, if I come. Now, unless Joe Brady made some kind of connection or talked to Caleb Williams and they and he's it's like a package deal, I still don't know if you go that route. You know, if he wants to come to a passing game coordinator, wants to be a part of a staff, sure, maybe Brian Kelly can mold him and, and – and, I don't want to say put the training wheels on to Joe Brady because, again, we've seen Joe Brady twice. We've seen him with Steve Ensminger. We've seen him without Steve Ensminger. Now, can Brian Kelly be a part of it? But, look, Brian Kelly over the last five, six, seven years has been a guy, more of a CEO type. He's more Saban than he is Orgeron. That's not being rude. That's just facts. He's going to be very influential in what you're doing on both sides of the ball. But at the end of the day, you're going to call the plays and you're going to run what you run. But he's going to tell you, hey, just letting you know, acting like I'm Brian Kelly, hey, they're running cover two here. I can tell right now, Bob, what they're doing. They're going to run cover two. Let's run something off of that. Whatever you want to run, run it, but they're going to run cover two. Hey, they're, they're, they're going to go man-to-man. They're going to send a blitz or they're going to back out from the blitz or whatever. He's going to be very influential in what they do on both sides of the ball. And can can he reel in a Joe Brady and they do some things? Maybe. But I don't know. I, I just don't know if you if he reaches out to him. I don't know if he reaches out to him. Uh, Brandon Reese says, I'm sure we'll hear something this week. I'm sure you'll get some stuff this week. I'm sure we'll get some stuff this week. And, it, and look, this stuff changes on a dime. Just because you talk to somebody doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Uh, Gerald says, I think that Davis stays talking about Brad Davis. He may. Very well, very well may. But why isn't why isn't the uh yeah, I don't know. But I, I wouldn't be mad if Brad Davis stays. I wouldn't be mad at all if Brad Davis stays. Let's see. 
I appreciate everybody sending us uh, stars via Super Chat. Thank you. It's very much appreciated. Uh, like Jonathan uh, sends us some stars via Facebook. We just can't. We don't see them on our side. We can only see the uh, that you send stars. Like Chris. Chris sent some stars. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, Chance Rogers says, hashtag ask Blake. El- what about uh, Mike Elko from Texas A&M? I like Mike Elko a lot. I like Mike Elko a lot. A guy that's, again, had a lot of connection with Brian Kelly. Do you go that route? Okay, that's fine with me. And, ha- you know, it's funny. It has a very Dave Aranda to A&M kind of feel to it, doesn't it? Can LSU actually pull this one off? Hmm. The only difference there is that Brian Kelly and Mike Elko actually have coached together. Jimbo Fisher and Dave Aranda never coached together. I mean, and really two kind of polar opposite types of coaches. You know, Dave Aranda, they get a stop on fourth down to win the Big 12. Now, Dave wasn't celebrating. Everybody freaked out about it. But Dave knew that even though they uh, Oklahoma State didn't score it there at the end, that he still has to send his offense out there, turn on a quarterback sneak, so that because if they if they kneel it, they're going to take a safety. Then look, you still got to get the the snap off. You still got to have a clean exchange. You still got to get a little bit of a push to get some some breathing room. But two completely polar opposites, um, from that spectrum, completely different. All right, we got some super chats flying in here. Just didn't want to miss any. Uh, if you do send a super chat, we will put you up here. Uh, your your comments up here first. Uh, Jason Morgan with a nine ninety nine super chat says, if you had a choice, who would you prefer as an OC in D.C.? Um, if I had my choice, and this is just spitballing, if I had my choice about people that were on the board, I would give a hard, long, hard look at Kendall Bryles, a long, hard look at Kendall Bryles. Shit, I'd even go as crazy as saying, I'd give a long, hard look at, at, Dan, at Mullen, but I still don't think that you can bring Dan in here. I think that the personalities between Dan Mullen and his recruiting woes and Brian Kelly, that just feels like it's gonna, it's not going to mix well. But if you want a guy that can coach offense, Dan Mullen is that dude. Dan Mullen is a jerk. He's a piece of shit. I mean, you got Tebow running out there saying Dan Mullen was real. Like, I almost went to Alabama cause, because Dan Mullen is it was a jerk. I don't know if you want that, man. He's a very strong personality to, to, you know, it's like the friend, you, 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 all you guys probably had this and girls, you have that one friend that you're, you consider him your friend, but man, he's just aggravating as all shit. That's Dan Mullen. That's cousin Eddie. Uh, but I give a hard, long look at Kendall Bryles because I think that it bases off, you know, wanting to run the football effectively that bases off a lot of what Brian Kelly wants to do. A lot of the RPOs, a lot of the zone reads, that's a Brian Kelly type of deal. Um, DC, I'm going to be honest, man. I wouldn't be mad if Durante Jones stayed. Um, I don't know if you don't give him another shot, but if I had my pick, man, that, that's tough. I mean, that's tough. Y'all heard Marcus Freeman today, by the way, right? Y'all heard Marcus Freeman in his press conference today. Marcus Freeman says he was mulling over and he was about to come to LSU if Notre Dame wouldn't have uh, offered the head coaching job. Like, y'all heard that, right? Like, y'all know that. Would have been interesting. So, all this hoopla and bullshit about Notre Dame out there saying, oh, we were shocked, we were never leaving. Bullshit, you're at the podium talking about you were on your way. I mean, I like Marcus Freeman. Great guy, he's going to be a great coach. But let's not, let's not kid ourselves here come on man come on dc i don't really know um i don't know if i necessarily have a preference man uh jimmy lake is another guy a lot of people are throwing around but i kind of want my dc to have some kind of southeastern conference ties a little bit uh brian russell says what's up man he sends us five dollars via super chat he says i enjoy watching your show uh, how about the D.C. from Michigan? <laughs> I'm assuming you don't uh, you don't like the like the D.C. from Michigan. Is that what I'm picking up here? Is that what I'm picking up? I hope not. But no, we don't want we don't want sloppy seconds. 
Uh, Carlton Cisco says his daughter has another semester left up there to graduate. I think you're talking about Kelly. Um, Craig Granger says LSU about to clean the table. Oh, they're about to clean the table. And and look, this whole ULL bullshit. This whole ULL. Who is this guy from the Rambling Podcast? Uh, Raging Review Podcast, big ULL podcast. To all you ULL fans out there who are, who are trashing LSU, with all due respect, you're 0-22 against LSU in football. You know, Billy Napier going to Florida, coming into the state and recruiting guys. Look, Billy Napier is going to have to prove some stuff, man. He's going to have to prove some stuff. Sounds good. You did good at ULL. Sounds good. Brian Kelly is the winningest coach in college football right now. Not national titles, but just plum wins. Sounds good, Billy. Let's see it. ULL fans, let's see it. He might have a lot of success. Let's see it. But when... Don't act as if LSU's little brother. When the scores in those 22 games, LSU scored over 900 points. Stupid ass. Come on, bro. Uh, Mark says, what about Manny Diaz for D.C.? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Every time somebody's fired to let go, it's always the first one, what about uh, what about us? Guys, they're still fired for a reason. <laughs> Still fired for a reason. Manny Diaz didn't have a lot of success in the SEC either. Didn't have a lot of success. This is some. William brings up an interesting point here, and something that I was I, I thought that a lot of LSU fans would bring up. He, he, William Hanno on Facebook says, "Um, Joe Brady recommended Jake Peets. How is that working out? It, did we just did we just forget about that? Like, did we just forget about?" Jake Peets being a recommendation of Joe Brady. Guys, it didn't go well. Now, Orgeron had a lot to do with it. I get it. So did Jake Peets, and so did DJ. Jake Peets telling uh, uh, members of the ESPN telecast, crying to mama, and telling them to report something that would bring chaos to your program. Surprised fans aren't that. Uh, thought fans would be more upset with that. All right, we'll get into some recruiting because here comes Tiki Tack Taco. He says on YouTube, Tiki Tack, isn't the early signing period in like four days? No, it's in 11 days. <laughs> it's in 11 days. The 15th is the early signing period. Let me say something about that because a lot of people have been talking about this and been talking about coaches leaving for other schools you know I think it's a it's a it's a catch-22 in a bad place for B to be if you're a coach like everybody gets on the coach about leaving early and all this kind of stuff um but what are they supposed to do like are they are they supposed to leave after the first signing day or or the early signing period are they supposed to wait? Like, what are they supposed to do? The move that you got to make is now, like what Brian Kelly did or, hell, Lincoln Riley. I mean, Mario Cristobal was out recruiting for Oregon yesterday, and he's got 11 days. They got to have a press conference. He's got to go out and recruit. What do you expect from these coaches? I'm not saying to push back the, the, the normal, national, to normal national signing day, but I got something for you. I got a great solution in why I think you could you should have some type of commissioner that governs college football. You ready for it? Why don't you make the early signing period on January the 15th? And then the next signing period or signing day is February the 15th. That way it's at the end of the season and moves can be made. The, late, the reason you put it on January the 15th is because you still have the nice national title game that's played on the 10th. Decisions and things. Guys, if it, if it wasn't until January, Brian Kelly could have waited. Lincoln Riley could have waited. 
But all this hoopla about it's it's the coach's fault. Why is it the coach's fault? He's got to make a decision that's best for him because I don't see a lot of people bullshitting and, and getting mad if a kid misses a bowl game, at least not now. Some people, some people get mad at it. But a guy's about to get paid $100 million to go to a better program and you're shitting on him. Where have we come to in a society where you get mad at a guy for going somewhere and bettering himself? College football is not perfect, but damn do I want it to be. Shit. It's not that difficult. Use common sense. Speaking about recruiting. Um, I wanted to use a scenario, and I wanted to use some, like, lingo, but it might be a little inappropriate. So I'm going to use this in the most PG um. PJ way possible. Have you ever heard of the story of the um, the daddy bull and the baby bull sitting on the hill? Not necessarily a baby bull, but uh, the daddy bull and the son bull or baby bull. We'll just call him baby bull for this for this argument. Well, baby bull and daddy bull were sitting up on the hill. And they look down across the pasture, and all they see is these beautiful heifers, these beautiful women. And the baby bull looks at the papa bull, and he says, Papa, let's run down there and get and kiss and and love on all those women. And papa bull looks at the son bull, and he says, Son, let's not run. Let's walk. Because where am I going with this? The The papa bull knew is that experience that he could walk down there and pick out whichever one he wanted. So many good-looking heifers. (laughs) Maybe this is a bad analogy. But everybody freaking out. This is probably a bad analogy now that I'm thinking about it. But the experience that Brian Kelly has in recruiting Doesn't mean he's got, oh, what's he doing right now? Why is he out there right now? What is he doing? Oh, shit. He's got to go. He's got to go. Relax. Very bad. I think I I overthought that one. I did mess up the story. Bundy says I messed up the story. That's probably true. I think you know what I'm getting getting at here. William says, no, not the bull story. You know what I'm getting at here. The analogy that I'm trying to use is that Brian Kelly knows it's not always you got to go, 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 go. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. But the what you're trying to correlate here is, hey, Brian Kelly's going to be in home recruiting Harold Perkins last. He's going to be in home last recruiting Harold Perkins. He's going to be the last person to see Harold Perkins. He's going to try to move the five-star linebacker from Texas. He's going to try to get him in here this weekend. Locking down the state, telling guys like Quincy Wiggins, listen, you're going to have to take a leap of faith. You don't know me, but you're going to have to take a leap of faith because we're coming, and this is LSU. This is the place that you've always wanted to come to. Let's go. You wanted to play for Coach Will Wade? Well, he was at LSU. You're a Baton Rouge guy. You're a Baton Rouge native. Brian Kelly told you exactly what he was going to do. The first thing that he did in recruiting was he starting to lock the state down because he knows the man in maroon a a couple of states over is going to be in here. He's not an idiot. He's not a buffoon. The guy's actually won the most football games as an active head coach than anybody, and we're acting like he doesn't know what he's doing in recruiting? Guys, come on. Billy Napier wants to come in here, sure. Texas A&M and uh, uh, Jimbo wants to come in here, and sure, good luck. You got to go out there, though. You got to go out there, and you got to reel in. 
Jacoby Matthews. You got to go out there and you got to reel in Shaz Preston. You got to go out there and reel in Quincy Wiggins. You got to go out there and get Austin Osbury. You got to go out there and get uh uh, God, who's the kid from um Shreveport? Somebody help me out here. Now I'm drawing a blank. Um Kendrick Law, and that's where his focus is because the matter of the fact is that. Brian Kelly is probably going to have another 17 spots at the end of early signing period. Probably get 15 guys, 14, 15 guys before or at the early signing period date. Then he's got 15 that we are at least 10 that we know, but with the plus seven rule. It's going to be able to go and get guys in the portal. A lot of offensive tackles in the portal right now. Really good ones. Just go out and get them. Does anybody leave Notre Dame? We'll see. Uh, Mark says, and somebody said that um, Nick Saban was in Shreveport today. Guys, that doesn't bother me. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be fearful of what Brian Kelly does and doesn't do off of one recruit. The only one, and it doesn't mean that. It's, I'm not saying this. I just mean as a position. If he were to come in here and get a five-star quarterback, the number one quarterback in the country, like a Walker Howard, then I'd say, oh shit. If he came in here and got Will Campbell, okay, yeah, maybe. But you got to go get and, re, 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 you know, poor Will Campbell's had more offensive line coaches and head coaches and his recruiting wanting to come to LSU than anybody. And really position coaches, maybe outside of Walker Howard. But you got to go get some DBs too. Hey, listen, I love Corey Raymond to death. L- really, literally, I do. Corey about to make his money because you got to go get some DBs now. Corey's about to make his money. Uh, Kirk Taylor says it's four ninety nine via Super Chat. He says, Blake, is practice for that father and son talking in a few years? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jerry says, the man in Maroon was in Shreveport today with Law and Captain Shreve. Yep. I know. <laughs> I know. But they're about to, I think this weekend, uh, LSU's putting on this huge bash. Everybody and the parents are going to meet Coach Kelly. He's going to, look, I'm telling you what's going to happen. Listen, it's Tuesday, December the 6th. Damn, where'd my pen go? Just so we write it down. This is what you're going to hear about recruiting weekend. You ready? Recruits are really excited about Brian Kelly. They're happy about Brian Kelly. Parents love Brian Kelly. He's uh, uh, solidified to them what he's going to do with his coaching staff, what kind of philosophies on offense and defense that they're going to run, and everything's going to be fine. I promise you that's what you're going to hear after this weekend with LSU recruiting. Oh, you got a guy like Harold Perkins to come in. Sounds good. Same difference. It's what's going to happen. I've seen this movie too many times. <laughs> Ray Wilson says, "Tell Rafino, oh, I feel the holy, uh, the Holy Ghost up in here tonight because somebody preaching." I hear you. Uh, Ty says, "Blake initially calling woman heifers is gold." <laughs> uh, it's probably a bad analogy. I didn't. I actually didn't want to call uh, recruits heifers, but you get my you get my drift. You get what I'm trying to say. Brian Kelly's the big bull on the top of the hill. Now there's a lot of big bulls on the top of that hill, but he's a ba- he's a big ass Brahma bull in his own right. Maybe that's a little too country for some of you people that don't live in the country. Uh, Aunt Marshall says, uh, "I don't know what I think that was a sub uh, y'all were talking in there." Uh, Blake says on Facebook, "Go get Trevor Atien. The dude is a beast in the state." Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta go re-recruit Javante Citizen. Billy Napier wasn't here. Billy Napier couldn't walk in and talk to Javante Citizen when he was at UL. He can now. He can now. I don't I, – I, guys, I'm just being honest. I'm not fearful of what's going on with Brian Kelly and LSU in recruiting. It might not be the best class. They're going to pick this up. They're going to pick it up. We're going to be fine. 
We're going to be fine. Saban being in the state doesn't bother me one iota. Uh, Jason says, Kelly is going to show up to recruits' houses with a hat on backwards with sunglasses and the Tiger Band playing neck behind him. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to do all that. You know, Steve uh, Wilfong at 247 said that uh, Brian Kelly, when he, he's talked to recruits, and he's always asked these recruits, like, hey, who is the best, like, in-home recruiter? And Steve Walfong reported that when in his experience and talking to all these recruits, that, guys, Brian Kelly's probably, if, if not one, but the best in-home recruiter of all time. It's not coming from me. That's coming from a guy who's covered this sport nationally from a recruiting angle. Go look it up. That's some big-ass words, man. That's some big words. The only thing Saban's got to do in there is going here and doing, what, this? Brian Kelly, he can sell it. There's not a lot that he's got to sell about LSU. Uh, Roderick says, we got to trust Coach Kelly. We will recruit Louisiana like nobody's business. Yeah, he will. And he's not going to overreact either. You know, like, I, I know that you all felt like this because I know that sometimes I felt like this. But it, sometimes, and even with less and even now, uh, or, or with Orgeron, it always felt as if that there was always a, a – it was always stressful. You know, like maybe not so much in 2019, but every other year around that, when it came to recruiting, when it came to on-the-field stuff, when it came to less on-the-field and recruiting, it was always stressful. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I don't feel that stress anymore from a Brian Kelly-led regime. I just don't. Doesn't have a staff fully completed yet? Sounds good. Doesn't bother me because, guys, he's been successful everywhere he's gone. And I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The only thing that I, I'm tampering – let me tell you what I'm tampering back right now. And, look, I'm going to be labeled as a homer for saying this, and that's okay. What I'm holding back from all of you and everybody that watches and listens to the show is what I don't want to do is run out here and say – which, what I, which is my feeling is that Brian Kelly is about to have a, sh- a whole lot of success at LSU. Not only is he going to have a lot of success, guys, I don't know if he doesn't start putting some serious shit together. Getting good recruits in here, having a very stable offense and defense, a good coaching staff. Guys, I don't know if you don't, if there's not a situation where you're looking up at the end of next season and you're 10 and 2. You're eleven and one. You're eleven and two. You're nine and three. You might be eight and four, and that's okay. You got a lot to build off what you had last year. But I'm tampering back my feelings of knowing how good of a coach he is. Guys, coaching matters. You bring in a good uh, uh, strength staff, strength and conditioning staff in here. You bring in a good offensive coordinator who's not going to piss himself when he when he doesn't know what to do on third and seven, and you run an inside zone like Jake Pete's on third and seven, and you're up by seven, and you convert a third down, and you might win the game. When you're in the red zone and you're playing Alabama, at least I know that you got a shot. When it's 20 to 14 and you're in Tuscaloosa and there's a chance that you can win the game, I don't have fear that you got Ed Orsron on the sideline. And Jake Pete's upstairs. No disrespect to any of those guys. But come on. Understand what you've had. You've had less smiles. Hashtag Tolstov. Screw everybody else that's talking shit. Screw the national guys that are out there that are saying, he said family weird. So what? The reason you make fun of LSU is because you know when there's a good coach that gets in here that they are going to have success. That's when I'm tampering back because I don't want to come off as a homer. What are you what are you planning to do if LSU's 10 and 2 at the end of next year? What are you planning to do? They got the talent. 
Hell, Damone Clark's getting robbed from the Buckets Award because Kirby Smart in Georgia, when he's got 57 more tackles, solo tackles, than the Buckets Award winner. Yeah, LSU doesn't have talent. You're running the football for 145 yards per game since Auburn. Yeah, their O-line completely stinks, right? Know what you're looking at. Ty Davis Price not even having 200 yards before Auburn and then ends the season with a, as a 1,000-yard rusher and the toughest part of the schedule. Shit, this doesn't happen like that. What are you planning to do? By the way, by the way, Cincinnati's offensive coordinator, Mike Denbrock, is a left-handed guy who coaches quarterbacks. Don't you have a left-handed guy? Guys, you're running the ball on third and seven. Fire in your Rudy Poos of the week. <laughs> Fire in your Rudy Poos of the week because mine for the year, for the football season is Jake Peets. Actually, let me digress. It's Ed Orgeron. My Rudy Poo of the year is Ed Orgeron. Hiring a guy that's never called plays before. At what point do we sit here and say, guys, there's a really good chance. There's a really, really good chance that Alabama's going to win the national title. Very good chance. You held them to 20 points, and you're, you're literally a touchdown away from beating them. Jake Peets was your offensive coordinator. <laughs> Bro, let me repeat that. You're six points away, seven points away from beating probably and more than likely the national champs, the only team, and at the end of the season, I guarantee you this is going to come out. LSU was the toughest team we played all season. I guarantee that that's what's going to happen. Some kid, some player somewhere is going to say LSU was the toughest game we played all year. It was the most physical game that we played all year. And then you're in the red zone three times, three times, and you can't get seven. Speaking of Alabama, to all my Georgia fans and Georgia buddies that listen into this, that listen into um, our show, I'm, I'll make a blanket statement for you. If you run Stetson Bennett out there, Georgia, Kirby Smart, if you run that man out there, you're going to lose. You're not going to win an Addy. I know the defense didn't play well, but if you're going to have to go shot for shot, tat for tat, drive for drive with Alabama, you better put in JT Daniels or you're going to lose. You will not win a national championship with Stetson Bennett. If you do win a national championship with Stetson Bennett, I will fire that camera up. I will fire this show up and say how dumb I was for doing that. But until that day comes, you won't, You can't do that. Guys, Alabama's more than likely and looking like they're going to win the next national title. And you're wondering why shit's going the way it is. Don't worry about Brian Kelly right now. The tension that you have is because you see Nick Saban in Shreveport, and I understand it. But you got to pay the money that you pay right now for someone like Brian Kelly because of the simple fact you got to go out there and recruit. You got to go out there and have a chance on every single Saturday to win the football game and somebody that's not going to get out coached. Alabama, they shored up their offensive line. Defensively, they did a lot better. Everybody talks about how Pete Golding's trash. Didn't look trash on Saturday, did you? Cincinnati has no shot. Mike Denbrock, he might be here sooner rather than later. No shot. Alabama's what favored by 13? Give it to me. I'll I'll take those points and start laughing while I do it. Hiya!
<sighs> Peter Smith says, hashtag Rafino rants are on fire. Brett says, bro, check your blood pressure. Why does everybody tell me to check my blood pressure? Look at this man with his dog. Come on, bro. Come on, Brett. My man's got a phone clip. He's got a beer and he's got a T-shirt tucked into his khakis. Come on, bro. This is a show. This is a show, dude. Come on. Uh, LSU Colby says, hashtag ask Blake, what do you think about Wake Forest's OC? I don't really like him. I don't really like that offense as much. I think that they're running schemes. They delay everything. They, they do watching it. It kind of worries me a little bit. Like you better get shit moving in the SEC. I don't know, man. Just go watch their running game. It really, it really kind of just like, what the hell? It kind of reminds me like I'm watching a high school team. Really? I'm serious, man. Now they won a lot of games and I get it. Was it Rogerio? Italian. Italian. Mwah. And I love my Italian brothers, but I love LSU a little bit more. <laughs> uh, Ty says, told my buddy the other day, I trust Kelly more with no staff in place than I do, ever did with Coach Orgeron. Uh, I always felt that O would F it up, and nine times out of, time, nine times out of ten he did. How crazy is that? Oh, they're going to be roasting my boy Brett for wearing the khakis. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. I mean, don't be coming after. I mean, come on, man. Man's wearing them khakis now. You don't tuck in You don't tuck in a t-shirt and khakis, dog. Come on, bro. Uh, Ty says, Bama versus Michigan in the Natty matchup. I wouldn't mind that, and I think it's possible, man. I think it's possible. Look, they don't start JT Daniels. It's a pro. It's going to be a problem. Wait till Aiden Hutchinson's come comes off that edge. All right, man. Look, I don't mean this in a wrong way, but we can think about Jim Harbaugh and look. Even if, even if Georgia is supposed to beat the shit out of Michigan, not the other way around. So if Georgia does, good for you. But it's they're not going to beat the shit out of them. Look, Michigan up front is just as talented on that offensive line. Now, does Jordan Davis feel like he wants to play this week or that week? If he does, okay, then you got problems. But if he if the same Jordan Davis that came out last week comes out, you know, for the for the semifinal game, Georgia's got issues. Go watch how that Alabama offensive line man all I heard about all season long. And even I said that this defense looks elite, but I did tell you I, t- I did tell you that I was worried about Georgia's uh, defensive line. I thought they took too many plays off. Alabama beat that ass. Now, I get it's Alabama, but shit, Michigan's – look, as a position that I've played my entire life, y'all better put some respect on that Michigan O-line's name now. All right. Blake, they're not in the SEC. Okay. Jake from State Farm couldn't save – the Georgia defensive line with all the insurance on God's green planet. <laughs> Our buddy Ryan Thibodeau says, khakis and tennis shoes. I mean, come on, man. See, I'm a dad, and I've always wanted to buy those new balances that everybody talks about. You know, the white new balances. <clears throat> Can't do it, bro. Can't do it. Simper says, rock those khakis, bro. F the haters. <laughs> they coming to your defense, Brett. Ty says, T-shirt tucked in with the khakis, LFG. Come on, bro. Uh, t- man, they getting after me now. I ain't wearing no T-shirt and, and no ca- I ain't tucking it in no khakis. I'm just telling you that right now. <laughs> William Anno says, oh, not the beer and the khakis. Uh, Aaron Webb, what's up, buddy? He says on Facebook Live, hashtag Ask Blake, think we have a shot to get back into things with our, in, with our big in-state kids, Matthew, Citizen Law. Yes, uh, maybe, and I don't I don't know. I Meaning, yes, with Matthews, I don't know with Citizen, and probably not with Kevin Law, or Kendrick Law. I uh, also saw Kelvin Banks decommitted from Oregon. Yeah, that's huge. 
If you can go pull a kid like Kevin Banks from Humble, Texas, I go do it. Could you imagine um, Kelvin Banks at one tackle and, and Will Campbell at the other? Shit. Will Campbell's got some things he needs to clean up, though. Uh, Semper said, one white pair of grass cut and one pair for church. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give me some. Y'all gonna be y'all, y'all gonna be on it. Uh, Lamar Williams says, "Don't you dare buy no damn new balance." <laughs> well, let me tell you what I got on right now. I got on my Croc slippers. I got on my Croc slippers. That's what I wear. I wear my Croc slippers down around the house. All right. All right. Sounds like we've had a good night. Sounds like we had a good night. Lamar says one thing be missing. He missing his boots with the fire. <laughs> oh, shit. Boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. Dude telling me to watch my blood pressure. Lester Abra says, keep them bad boys in two-wheel drive. <laughs> Yo, the chat's on fire. The chat is on fire. <laughs> Aunt Marshall says, play got them living pepper stairs. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Shoot. Chat says, bro. Can you come to my restaurant and do a live show? Chet, yes. Um, Chet, DM me at Blake Rafino or at RU Series Sports Network. DM me. We'll do it. We'll figure something out. <laughs> Boots with the fur. Oh, shit. That's funny. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We had a good show. Let's do this before we get out of here. Got to talk about our good sponsors over at uh, 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 Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com, 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. Guys, if you've been affected by Hurricane Ida, let the Drake Williams Law Firm work for you today. Guys, they've been helping a lot of people around the local area. I've been talking to a lot of people that they've been helping. They've been helping so many people get more money from their insurance company. Call the drakewilliamslawfirm.com and our good friends over at lightboxjewelry.com. Guys, Lightbox Jewelry, you can just say bye to those dull gifts. It's around Christmas time. Lightbox has their lab-grown diamonds and their gifts for everybody. Just go check them out. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add that sparkle to your holiday shopping season. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightboxjewelry.com, never a dull moment. And my good friend Richie Roche over at Roche's Lawn and Landscape, 225-937-7220. Got to call Richie. I got to do my outdoor patio area. Nobody better equipped in doing that than Richie Roche. That's Richie Roche, 225-937-7220. All right, two more, and we're getting out of uh, getting out of here. Uh, Darren says, hashtag ask Blake, what are those? What are those? Shit, bro, I'm going to wear my Crocs. Y'all can make fun of my Crocs all y'all want, but I'm going to be wearing my Crocs. You best believe that. Brian Champagne says, something big will drop tomorrow. We're going to say, I think it might all y'all want but i'm gonna be wearing my crocs i think it might um oh come on bro uh landon says khakis with the new balance and the turtleneck t-shirt <laughs> come on man come on all right guys we're gonna get out of here y'all have a good night we'll see y'all tomorrow peace out girl scouts thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
Saving money on exterior wall lights. Now at Menards. Find your style with Patriot Lighting. Exterior lights enhance the look of your home. Choose from over 50 options from Patriot Lighting. Now through May 19th, get $10 instant savings on a single qualifying purchase of $100 or more on in-stock outdoor wall lights. Check out our entire selection of outdoor lights and see the rest of our deals happening now on Menards.com. Save big. 